Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 121st episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White, who can be found everywhere at Brendan 8Bit. And today, the sugar cane to my Mexican Coke, Miss Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart. How are you doing today? I'm good. I like that reference because we have that mutual appreciation for the Mexican mm-hmm. Coca-Cola. So, yeah. I was sitting there this morning. Um, yeah, before I got up, trying to work out which way to go. I'm like, I don't want to do a two-piece feed. I thought it maybe like a Cade Six Destiny-esque reference. But then I'm like, but I'm Zavala and I hate Zavala. So I'm like, let, let's go with some common ground on a, on a common passion project. So Mexican Coke it is. Mexican Coke is where it's at because it is the best Coke on the pinnacle of the Coke chart. Oh, yeah. Uh, before, uh, before that is uh, Fountain Coke. Mm, depend Depending on where from because... Yeah, they well, mix up the, the the mix gets butchered sometimes, and you get either too much syrup or too much bloody soda water, and it's just a bad time. But if they yeah. land perfectly, like on that balance, hell to the yeah. Damn right. Mm. I, I find on a side note, I find that can sort of lessen the greatness of a cinema um, session when oh, you get yeah. that fountain coke, and it is just a shit mix, and you're just like, oh man, I was excited for coke and popcorn, and now I've just got popcorn and shit. Well, the worst one is when you've gone through drive through whether it be Mickey D's or whatever, and you haven't even tried it. I've From now on, I actually do take a sip before I leave, but I'd have this whole thing where I'd grab the drink, thank you, like, you know, leave, and then you take a sip and you're like, those motherfuckers didn't put any syrup mm. in this. Like, this is straight up soda water. Like, oh, that is sadness. Mm. That is sadness in a cup. It can ruin a day. It Maybe really can. <laughs> yeah. But no, unlike uh, that Mexican Coke, which just nails it every single time. It's hard mm-hmm. to find, but um, my local IGA sells them. So any any Australians trying to sniff out some Mexican Coke, it's in a long skinny bottle. Mm. Um, I think about 500 mil-esque, if I, I can remember a, right. You can find one leaner, oh, but it's damn. like a really long skinny bottle. Yeah. And ain't no straw getting to that. Yeah, it's very uh, phallic. In, in the shaping of, of said bottle. But no, it is magic Coke and, and get your hands on it if you see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, speaking of getting our hands on stuff, Salim the Dream Abraham is uh, indisposed right now um, doing God knows what. But uh, he sends his regards, listeners. Uh, he uh, had some had some prior commitments and actually forgot that we record at the same time every Sunday. But, uh, you know. This is the punishment. If you don't rock up to a podcast, you get absolutely handed. So, Mm -hmm. sorry, Sam. Yeah, we do love you. We do. But sort your shit out. Yeah, get your shit together, man. Exactly. So, um, speaking of getting our shit together, we've been rolling an absolute bucket load more of Destiny 2 Forsaken. Sorry, listeners. I I honestly actively tried to make sure I played at least one different game this week, but the addiction is real. So, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so y- you've probably been going more ham than the rest of our sort of destiny 2 circle i dare say you are mm. on like on the daily grinding it out smashing out strikes doing 
side missions. You've started doing some of the Iron Banner, which is running at the moment. Yeah. Got yourself a sexy exotic sword. Yeah, that was fun. That was really fun. Um, yeah, I've been trying my best to actually get the light level up. Um, unfortunately, the week where I thought that I'd actually push it to the limit, please cue the song, um, the, they had an issue with the engrams and power levels and stuff like that. So it's a bit uh, screwy this week, unfortunately. So this was the worst week to kind of grind it out, unfortunately. But yes, I Banner, I've actually never done before. What's, so, what's your feedback? What's your feelings? I get why people fucking love it. I didn't understand why people really got hyped up for like Iron Banner season. And I just find Iron Banner just more like, like Crucible was already fast paced and just, you know, right into it. But for some reason, Iron Banner, you, no one's hiding in Iron Banner. No. no one's hiding. No one's, you know, doing bare minimal. Everyone's going ham in fucking Iron Banner and it's so much fun. And I've actually seen myself as significant improvements with PvP playing Iron Banner, so... I was watching you last night when we were rolling a few games. You'd, you'd get that uh, that special ammo and you'd load up that sword and I was just <laughs> watching the kill count all of a sudden and be like, Miss Ellie Hart destroyed, duh. Miss Ellie Hart stabbed, duh. And I was just like, damn, girl, like... <laughs> Yeah, that, you, you were embracing it. Well, that was the other thing is that I never use the swords. Being strictly a hunter, I know it's actually meant to be our thing. But um, I um, what happened was was I was during a game of Iron Banner, I actually had an exotic drop like mid game or at end of game, sorry. And um, I was like, why did an exotic drop? But um, yeah, it was it was the oh shit something Talon. It looks so nice. It is such it a pretty like sword. Looks like a magical sword from Lord it of the does. Rings. It really does. And then, like, when you wear it, like, it glows as well. So it's really freaking pretty. But um, when I posted it in our group chat, I'm like, hey, I got this really pretty sword. It was freaking awesome. And, you know, it was really high powered. So it really helped me out. And then I said, the only problem is, is that I don't use it. Mm. And you were the one that said, no, you you should use it. And yeah. so I did. And it's fun. <laughs> it yeah, is so it, much fun. If you can get in behind a group with a sword and like, they're not immediately aware of your presence, you can rip through them in literally four swings and you've got like four kills. Uh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the power of it too, just was surprising as well. So I actually, um, pretty much like have that now as my staple, um, and then I've also, I, I run with my uh, a hand cannon called Trust. Mm-hmm. That is good. Because I was really going for my Duke, but I feel like the Duke is too clunky. And the Trust is just, like, I it's it's not my primary, actually. It's my secondary. And yes, I'm going to keep on using those terms, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, makes sense. It makes sense. Fuck your power and your bullshit. Um, mm. So it's my secondary weapon, but I, I mainly carry that. And then I have the Go Figure as my primary, but I just use that as to assist the team whenever we're just aiming on one person or a group from afar and it's been working it's been working really well yeah i need to i need to sort of sit down and level up my abilities per se on hand cannons a bit more because i've got a few i've got trust and i've heard some good things and uh, i still want to try and work out the uh, or grind my way through to the ace of spades but for now i'm typically just using like an ar and then a shotgun as, as the secondary uh, see I've- yeah, I had a shotgun, but I felt like the ammo limit for the shotgun just wasn't good yes, enough. Starting with two shells is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. And I've got, I can't remember the name of the shotty, but it's the, the legendary and it's automatic um, and it's and it's got the, the best roll. Um, so you can chew through people. The bad but, something? Yeah, bad bad intentions, bad, not, not bad juju. It's bad something. It's bad something. Bad lens? <clears throat> 
maybe Badlands. I think it is Badlands, but it is it is a savage. Um, and I I did a, a few of the the random little bounties with it yesterday, uh, and I've sort of just been grinding through. And and on that bounty talk, I think that's one thing that goes well with uh, Iron Banner is because the the bounties to get your your sort of high end gear in that it's not just kill ten people or or do ten things. It's like kill a hundred people or do capture a hundred points in in um in in sort of the game and and you know solar finishes and this that the other like mm. it's it's rewarding you for being aggressive and pushing as opposed yeah. to just sort of hiding in a corner being a punk bitch yeah no <laughs> yeah no you're exactly right although i have like i have glanced at my own better um bounties and um chipping away man like with all the other bounties that you obtain in the game you can usually like nail them in a session like a bunch of mm. them in a session but still holding on to those iron banners mm. so and, uh, and yeah we even uh we went back and did uh the initial destiny 2 raid during the <laughs> during the yeah. week as well that was so much fun mm. like I, I don't understand why people lose their shit playing that sort of stuff but we well i don't know maybe you guys did it but i had a blast like nah, we, we i think we all did i think probably because we know each other and, and i think our personality sort of lend itself to that where there is a little bit of teamwork and you got to collaborate and, and sort of almost sync watches up to do everything the right way mm-hmm. I, I think i think with with the six of us that were rolling out um you know, during the week it was it was good it was tense at times because there's a few things that a few of us couldn't wrap our heads around um, yeah. in, in certain areas of of the raid but we we got there and we chipped away and we we knocked out four of the five um sort of sub raid sections before we got to the main big bad but then scheduling wouldn't allow us to get the rest of us back together so we'll probably crack out at that again soon but definitely um, it's so good it's just a different experience mm. to, to traditional destiny and pvp and stuff like that yeah and like is this as i explained in the previous weeks is that i actually never really got to complete a raid or really do much of a raid anyway so it was nice to experience this and then i'm kind of like i'm like you know what raiding like you said is something different it's a different experience that destiny provides for you and then you also have the pvp and then you now have gambit and then you have just general story and pve and i'm like you know what destiny does offer you a lot Mm-hmm. It does offer you quite a few different um, things that you can actually do. So regardless of the grind that comes with it, there are options out there. I don't know. That, it is almost becoming a something for everyone type of game where mm. you've got your core PvP fans, Iron Banner and, and the like, they can jump in there and do that. You've got your, your general, more casual, just PvE, general free roam Destiny 2 aspects. And then, yeah, you've got the raid content like for, for WoW fans or just MMO raid fans in general they've got something to sort of sink their teeth into so it's Definitely. it's good it's it's interesting because it's it's following almost an identical path that destiny one follow where it landed um came out to some lukewarm responses that there wasn't much depth wasn't much story and then they've mm. added dlc and padded a bit more and they added more and added more and now everyone's like yes this is where it needs to be this is amazing like it's the exact same cycle yeah, it's interesting how they kind of like recovered from the drop of Destiny 2 and then just having that section where everyone was just absolutely unhappy. They mm. didn't like what was going on. And and then, yeah, they just obviously just went, you know what, as opposed to fixing it all, like as you guys are telling us, let's just <laughs> let's just clean slate at Forsaken mm-hmm. and just make it all right again by going back to the original. Yeah, let, let's just, we'll forget about Warmind and Curse of Osiris because they were really oh, filler. 
You know, oh you finish God, them though. while doing a poo, it felt like. It was just quick, painless, and over. Um, as long as you've got that steady amount of fiber in your diet, obviously. But yeah, say, yeah, Forsaken is... <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's. I love the story. I love the characters they weave into it. Um, it's It's so well done. It's that all brand kind of poop. Oh yeah, yeah. It might not look the nicest, but it uh, that all brand it serves a pretty good purpose. Definitely the healthiest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, yeah, I dedicated myself to that this week. I'm kind of turning into Sam, where it's like his <laughs> wow is my destiny. So uh, next week I will actively try to play something different. Maybe I'll play something a little bit more, a bit weird, like I usually do, so I can feed that appetite of our audiences. So mm. um, unfortunately, that's me for this week. Mm, well i've i've done a lot of destiny 2 i've pretty well finished shadow of the tomb raider um i'm still loving it uh still really really loving it um sort of mirroring exactly what i said last week it's i like that it's darker in tone the stealth elements are great the combat it's visceral lara can be a little bit on my nerves from time to time because she is sort of Almost in her mind, she's so laser-focused on the goal. She doesn't really give a shit about the potential deaths of innocent lives that are, you know, being caused by some of the ripple-on effects and stuff what? like that. She she needs... She's always looking for justification from from Jonah, like her, her offsider. Um, okay. But it's great. It's it's really good. It's a fitting end to the trilogy. Um, I can't say enough good things about it. And it looks gorgeous. My God, it's one of the best-looking console games I've played all year. Um it sort of looks better than say a god of war which i think was magical um this year as far as a graphical fidelity point of view wow. but yeah shadow of tomb raider and um the other one i got some time in that i forgot to talk about last week as well i was playing the call of duty black ops 4 blackout beta yeah on the pc uh mm-hmm. so this is the cod's battle royale answer to the PUBG, the fortnite and every other freaking battle royale game you can think of in the universe that is out today yeah i think this is going to be a PUBG killer yeah i think it's going to be a PUBG <laughs> killer straight off the bat um it looks it's almost the best looking battle royale game out and this was in a beta yeah like, oh no i i, I watch some people playing it and i've got to be honest like just like without even glancing at what they um, itemized themselves as on Twitch and what they were playing, just generic, just jumping in there, I would think I'm like, this looks like PUBG, but it looks a lot cleaner. Mm-hmm. Like it looks way better than like you know, and I I feel I don't know why I feel bad for PUBG. It's like they kind of really, you know, really put it the groundwork in, but I guess it was to their own detriment that they mm. never really polished up on what they had. And yeah. they just kind of kept going with what they had just to, you know, ride the, ride the coattails until Fortnite came in and really kicked them in the nuts. Mm. Yeah, it's like on, on that sort of side of it, it's almost like they got complacent a little bit mm. where they were the kings of the castle and they thought no one's really going to dethrone us. And yeah, then Fortnite said, hold my beer. And now Black Ops 4 Blackout um, is saying, here, hold my case because I'm coming in. I'm, I'm <laughs> hunkering down for a while. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it looks great. It's got that same quick, tight control scheme from the the Call of Duty games that you're used to. Mm-hmm. Inventory management was surprisingly smooth as well. Um, okay. Especially, I I tried it because 
you know i'm a, I'm a black mark to pc gaming i played it on a on a controller because that's how i played all my cods so i just went back to the well because the the mapping feels feels right for me keep convincing yourself mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah sort of picking up guns grabbing attachments shuffling them around it was really intuitive on a controller and and rachel's playing on the keyboard mouse and she said it felt pretty responsive as well um yeah i i think this is gonna this is gonna move a lot of units uh come i think it's middle of october this game drops i think it's october 14th so it's close um and it's weird because it's sort of the first cod game that's getting released that i can remember for the past several years it's not in that sort of first second week of november that's typically Mm -hmm. the release cycle they've been doing so i've jumped it a month forward um but it looks good uh, I, I like even the little things like dropping in instead of being in one big party bus or one big generic plane, you're in like little individual Apache helicopters, you and your, you and your squad mates and stuff. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. why do we all be on one plane together when we're going to kill each other in two minutes? Like little things like that. I'm like, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. Why Wouldn't you just stab each other on the plane? Yeah. Just, you know, cut to the chase. Yeah. Yeah. Strangle a few people on there, you know, you know thin out the herd before you even drop out. Um, but yeah, I really like it. I really like it. And um, the fact that they're weaving in certain maps from the, the multiplayer era of the Black uh, Black Ops franchise, like there's Nuketown and a few other sections that oh, yeah. encompass the whole map, mm-hmm. I think it's really, really good. Uh, and, and yeah, the, the fanfare they've included in the game with sort of those old maps and some of the, the guns and, and the perks is one thing I probably should mention too. You can pick up little little sort of mini suitcases that have got perks that'll last for several minutes Mm. so it can be you know you can absorb more damage you can run quicker you can um you know hold your breath longer things like that so you get these little mini mini class perks as you go as well and you can sort of use them at your discretion Mm -hmm. so it sort of mixes up the play style a little bit more there okay but no, I'm excited. I'm excited. And the the Blackout Beta, even though there was some connection issues, uh, which was sort of widely reported, especially mm-hmm. on PC, there was some some server problems there. We didn't really encounter any of that uh, when we were playing. But yeah, even though I've got a bit of um, Battle Royale fatigue, I'm still keen to, to have a few more matches of this when it drops um, in, in full in October. So Are you going to give it a go? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because, like, I really did disconnect myself from the COD franchise. It's been years now where I just completely, you know, d- yeah, just cut myself out, essentially. But yeah, it looked like PUBG. It looked it looks really clean. It looked really, you know. So I'm wondering if there, this is something that's going to kind of drag me back. Um, you said mid-October. Is that when it's coming mm, out? So, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure Red it was Dead? November 14th. I'm just going to Google it because I'm pretty sure it was. Because Red Dead's end of October, right? Yeah, when we're at goddamn PAX. Fucking idiots. Excuse the French. Um, but that seems that seems really competitive if they're deciding to drop COD mid, like just before. Mm. Unless unless they want to hope just to grab everyone while they can, while people are free before Red Dead. But yeah, twelfth of know. October. Twelfth of October it drops. So it's it's weird. It's a Friday. Um, it's coming out for us here in Australia. That is weird. So yeah, twelfth of October it's coming out. So yeah let's do it okay well yeah i guess it can kind of like pave the way until red dead so Mm. maybe that was smart thinking i thought it was going to be their detriment but actually might have been a little bit of a smart move Mm. and especially because um battlefield 5 was slated for sort of two weeks or a week after cod but it's now been pushed back into november as well so they've got almost like a month to sort of dig in and, and establish themselves as the new uh battle royale home 
well, problem uh, is though is that if they don't meet the grade of cod and then they release afterwards like they either have to rustle up together and make sure that they're better than cod before they release or just i don't know i mean they've got a oh, they've got a semi-loyal following a good old battlefield but like yeah mm, i love battlefield I love the the realness of those games, um, which is a good sort of disconnect from from the Black Ops franchise, which is more actiony, speed based. So uh, you it can go, to go like the two that. routes. Mm. It used to be like that. COD. Back at a simpler time, mm. my Xbox three sixty, I think. Mm. The king of the red ring. Oh. <laughs> Insert joke about other buttholes. Mm. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, and um, who was it? Some battle right? I got to release a battle royale soon as well. I think I saw That's in the news right. this morning. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, are we just gonna get a, like an influx of battle royale games again, and then we'll just get sick of it? Like we kind of already are, mm-hmm. but if you just drop them all at once, what was the one that you made me download and we played for like a day? Realm Royale. That's it. <laughs> it's a beauty. I I really like that, but it's just time management is hard. And and being all in on a game like that, you have to be all in. You can't sort of really dip a toe, otherwise you get just schooled all the time. So and that's what I felt. When, even when I tried to play it by myself, I, although just turning into a chicken was rewarding mm. enough. But on that note, like sort of, they've changed the meta of that game so much now. They've removed oh, they? classes. You can oh. now it's just a skin, so you could be a. Um, like an assassin or a mage with the skin, but you could get whatever abilities in the game picked up as you go. I don't know Ooh. if they've revert, since reverted it back because there was a bit of backlash attached to that. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there um, <laughs> at Realm Royale. But anyway, Ooh. it is what it is. Let's uh quick bit of housekeeping before we dive into some, some news for this week. What do you reckon? Let's do it. Okay, so first things first, youtube.com forward slash we are 8-bit, as you know. We've just dropped a new video uh, covering all the Spidey suits and their origins in Marvel Spider-Man on PS4 by our man John Peck. Give that a watch. Definitely. Uh, for anyone that has played the game or anyone that even just wants to know about all the suits from all the photos you're seeing on the internet, there's 24 available and, and he sort of goes through the, the history and the lore of each of those suits. Uh, designed by humans.com forward slash shop forward slash we are 8-bit for all that tasty 8-bit merch. Uh, mm-hmm. We should hopefully have some new things popping up there over the coming weeks, which Ooh. is a bit exciting. And finally should have hats and beanies on the uh, on that shop front as well. But the rigmarole to get that signed off it designed by humans HQ <laughs> has been long, very long, but we'll get there. We'll get there. And lastly, while you're on that internet, head over to audio.technica or audiotechnica.com.au as well uh, for the best in audio-based equipment. We're talking gaming headsets, headphones, microphones, turntables, all the kit you need to sound and hear the best in audio out there in the marketplace today. So, on to some news. This week's news headlines. The first bit of news comes to us by way of IGN news and the uh, the headline for said article release reads Telltale confirms majority studio closure and layoffs fate of future projects in limbo so this article has been updated a few times so I've sort of tried to move it around so it flows as best as it can but I'll read it um, and as mentioned it comes by way of IGN 
So in a, in a statement issued to IGN, Telltale Games confirmed it has made the difficult decision to begin a majority studio closure following a year marked by insurmountable challenges. The studio also confirms it will retain 25 employees to fulfill the company's obligations to its board and partners. Here's Telltale Games CEO Pete Hawley's full statement. It's been an incredibly difficult year for Telltale as we have worked to set the company on a new course. Unfortunately, we ran out of time trying to get there. We released some of our best content this year and received a a tremendous amount of feedback, but ultimately that did not translate to sales. With a heavy heart, we watch our friends leave today to spread our brand of storytelling across the games industry. US Gamer reports, or that's the end of his statement, sorry, and then leading on, US Gamer reports the 25 remaining employees at Telltale will not in fact be working to complete The Walking Dead's final season. Mm. Instead, sources tell the site the team will work on Minecraft story mode for Netflix. According to US Gamer's Matt Kim on Twitter, The Walking Dead, the final season, will conclude after the release of episode two this coming week. So, that's some shit. There's 250 people. Um, 225 to 230 of them have been giving the ass. Yeah. Um, and sort of seeing things ripple out after this, and a, a few now ex employees have confirmed there was there's no severance pay. Mm-hmm. Their their sort of health insurance um, has long since ended. There was people that had recently moved over as early as like two weeks ago, like moved cross country to jump on some of these projects that have been given the given the snip with no heads up. It's just they rolled in on um, on sort of Friday morning or Thursday morning. I can't remember the exact date when this first broke. Mm. And they got told, um, that's it. They're done. Yeah, this is absolutely dreadful news, especially for what felt like a very populous, you know, mm. gaming franchise, really. Like the whole Telltale um, Games catalogue was... Well, to me, felt really, really popular among the masses um, for gamers and non-gamers alike. Um, as I was mentioning to you guys last night as we talked about it, it's like this game seemed like a heavily accessible game to all kinds of people. So everyone raved about them. Everyone like enjoyed them. So it, it was a shock, especially when they said that the sales just didn't reflect, you know, what they needed to keep the company, like, keep it afloat. So... Mm. It's surprising it really is I'd, I'd be curious to know what the sales were like I, I did a quick bit of research and couldn't really find anything concrete so I won't sort of throw any any figures around but yeah they had they had a lot of tentpole IPs in there like obviously The Walking Dead mm-hmm. uh, was the first one that really put these guys on the map um, the story of Clementine and things like that and some of the decisions that occur in those in the first season and the second season of that are you know heartbreaking yeah. Uh, obviously, Tales from the Borderlands was really well handled. Um, yeah. They did did great things for the Borderlands franchise. Uh, the Batman, uh, they've done the two seasons of Batman, so the third season of that now has been scrapped. Yeah. Um, or doing Wolf Among Us 2, that has been scrapped. Uh, yeah, obviously, Walking Dead final season is going to finish midway through the game. Like, episode two releases this coming yeah. week, and that's it. So, yeah. So no final payoff of of Clementine and her journey there. Um, and, and like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it comes to if, if they were shelling out a heavy amount of money to, to sort of take ownership of these IPs, like, mm. you know, they did guardians of the galaxy. So, you know, Marvel ain't going to be cheap. Um, no, you know, walking dead ain't going to be cheap. All these, all these IPs are probably looking for their pound of flesh and had some pretty, pretty sort of high, high expectations for return on investment. So maybe that's what sort of sunk them. I don't know. Yeah, well, they like um, 
I'm assuming, yeah, like you said, the licensing for all these IPs would have been really um, expensive. And like even with like Walking Dead, when they when they started that, they were like they were taking that when Walking Dead was in its prime. It wasn't mm-hmm. where it is now, which apparently is not great. It's so bad. Um, so like even back then, it would have you know cost them a pretty penny. But you really would have thought that they would have kind of worked hand in hand. But and the they have this Netflix series. Yeah, the um, Minecraft story mode. Yeah, so you, Netflix knows how to drop some drop some money on things. So you, you wonder how that didn't, you know, put them on the up and up. Mm. So it, it's really confusing. It really is. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I understand how businesses work. But yeah, yeah. Just, I, I really do feel for all these employees that are just like like a snap of a finger, unemployed, no benefits. Um, like you said, their uh, health cover apparently is going to run out next week. Um, so it's, it's going to be, it's going to be some hard times for him. It's, it's been good to see the surrounding gaming studios also, um, reach out, um, 100%. you know, offering to even just like look at their resumes or pass them along and just like almost like working together as well, just so mm. they can find people as some kind of placement. So phew, as I sneeze, bless you, phew. bless you twice. Oh gosh. I was trying to get that whole sentence out before I sneeze. Um, but actually speaking about how they're actually not completing the game, um, I've seen now a lot of people online, a lot of uh, consumers kind of a bit angry and like demanding refunds on their game. And I don't know if right now is the best time to be complaining about that sort of stuff as people lose jobs and might become homeless, but I get why you're doing it. I I saw that a few times and it was almost like half an hour after this news broke and they're like, Hey, I paid for the whole season, bastards. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that's too soon. That's a little too, too soon. soon. Like, if you got to complain, like, maybe, yeah. Like, people were complaining on articles about people losing their jobs and they're saying, like, hey, where's my money? Like, it's yeah. like, oh, people, people don't have money at the moment. So maybe yeah, this, this game cost me $30 and I'm getting one third of the game so you guys owe me now twenty dollars where's my 20 bucks worth of content or my 20 bucks worth of money? <laughs> like it's like come on come on guys just keep it keep it down and you're entitled to your refund but just think be a bit more uh considerate and where you complain about these sort of things and actually speaking about people being considerate or inconsiderate did you see pewdiepie's tweet no i did not what has he said this time he so he said that he wasn't surprised that oh, no. yeah the company fell through and he's like the last few games have been bad, um and he was just making a statement I guess just a very generalized statement on how he felt the games were but I think it's another thing about like insensitivity and timing and that sort of thing like he's fair and he's right to say like i didn't enjoy the last few games so i'm i'm not surprised that you know maybe the company Mm. you know fell into some kind of downfall in regards to sales that's fine you know he has that's his opinion but timing 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 and the fact that his voice carries more weight than just about anybody like you know his follower base and viewership like that one little tweet where there might be some justification attached to it, but yeah, when it is timing, a lot of people are like, 
you know, now get around and be like, yeah, Telltale have been shit for years and stuff like yeah. that. And all this other stuff that ripples on from a tweet like that. Like, it's- Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a tweet. It's, you know, it's only so many words. So, so he just gets his general statement, which was the last few games weren't good. This actually doesn't surprise me. And then that's it. Like no follow-up, no back, you know. But, you know, he's a guy that likes to kind of rustle a few feathers just mm. to stay re- relevant. So, yeah, but a lot of people have caught on to that as well and um, aren't happy. So, yeah. This this has been a really, really bad experience, um, especially at the end of the week as well. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping, game. hoping maybe we see another studio try pick them up or mm. you know sort of consume consume the Telltale brand. Um, but because they are still committed to that that Netflix season, yeah. but, that's, but that's interesting, you know, like they're they're committed to pushing that out because mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, Netflix has probably got a big bag of cash saying once it's completed, you get this cash, <laughs> but something like yeah the the walking Walking dead series just gets you know cut off at the knees um straight away i mean maybe the walking dead series isn't contractually linked to anyone else apart from Mm. themselves so netflix they probably do have a contract to finish and maybe that's why they did sudden layoffs they just had to do the calculations they're like okay in order for us to maintain this contract pull out what Netflix wants us to. We can do it with the uh, maximum of 25 or minimum of 25 or whatever. So, but we'll just have to get rid of everyone else. Yeah. Goodbye. 90% of our workforce. Yeah. I guess can't imagine because like um i believe this studio was in the bay area as well which Mm -hmm. is one of the most expensive places to live in america um the the housing affordability or rent and just general like general living costs over there is ridiculous and um i can't remember um who who it was that was actually mentioning who used to work at telltale who just lost her job she was mentioning that a lot of people were already living paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. and now just to be like not nothing as of today nothing good luck tomorrow yeah like it's it's tough like as you said like san fran's a gorgeous area but i think due to the fact that silicon valley and everything else is in that that same area the the Mm. cost of living and everything just is through the roof like it's 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 insane it's beyond ridiculous especially like i'm like i've personally never been so i have no criticism but Mm. like i just can't understand why people would force themselves to be stuck in that circumstance it's it's obviously the technology bubble over there um it is a very popular area for gaming as well um Mm. a lot of uh, gaming studios are over there and gaming media like ign is based there so I think yeah, maybe they yeah. need to move the monopoly out of there for some people. I think so. It's, I think it's, I think there's a lot of FOMO that comes from that. Like you even see, like looking at our shores, the majority of of devs and PR companies they're all based in Sydney. You don't really see too mm. many offshoots outside of that main hub. And I sit there and go, yeah, okay, but is that gonna be mission critical to the work you're gonna put out? Like, yeah. Like just because you're you're there to be seen, I guess is the big thing, you know. And the second you're not there, they're like, oh, maybe they're you know not bringing in enough money to afford to have an office here in Piedmont on the waterfront, you know. Like it's yeah. it's strange. It's such a strange world we live in. But it is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And now like these people, like, and the the one part that I didn't know about that you actually informed me about was that they were actually hiring people two weeks before this happened, mm-hmm. like literally making people think that. They've probably land their dream job working in the gaming industry. And hey, gotta be honest, if I found out two weeks ago that I got a job with a company, Telltale, I'd be like, I wouldn't even think that I would be at any risk, to be honest. I'd be like, yeah, Telltale, they release tons of freaking games. Like, this is good. This is a good start. I'll be I'll be fine here. 
yeah it's tough like seeing some of these poor people uh pack up their whole lives and move cross country mm-hmm. and then within a few weeks find out that that dream job that they landed is no longer there and now they're stuck with their whole mm-hmm. life in a city they don't really know with no paycheck coming in like we wish them all the best and obviously yeah uh one one thing like yeah as you mentioned the gaming community has really united around this and there's a lot of devs and and pr companies and just general gaming personalities out there saying hey send me your resumes i'll share them around with people i know i saw Mm -hmm. one ubisoft in like the san fran arm of ubisoft said this this coming monday at x time at this this bar or this restaurant or this little outlet come by we'll put drinks and food on us everyone come let's talk let's see what you guys can do and, and try and get you guys some, some work placements so and stuff like that that's it's really nice to see you know what i just realized there was another gaming studio that closed this week too wasn't it vancouver oh yeah i just yeah. realized like you, we have been focusing on this which we should 100 percent. and then i just realized that there was a um there was a, was a center it was um studio was it a capcom studio it was capcom yeah, yeah. They, they've, they've scaled down a lot of their their studios and, and sort of little little satellite outfits around. So yeah, apologies yeah. to the to the people over there. I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, that see? makes it that doesn't make it any less any less severe as as opposed to this Telltale one. But yeah, it's it's a tough industry. It is a tough industry. And actually, yeah, like I, I remember maybe even same time last year we were we were actually reporting a good majority of studios, like smaller studios, but studios nonetheless were um, we're closing down and they were just in consecutive like weeks we'd be reporting every new week we'd be reporting mm-hmm. a new studio closing down and it's kind of sad mm-hmm. I just I I do appreciate when big studios or like when people like Microsoft or Sony take on these little indies and take them under their wing but I also hate that that's what they have to do yeah you know they can't be their own it's just the, the market's yeah. just too crazy yeah it's tough but um hopefully you know everyone lands on their feet in in whatever regard and yeah we wish everyone the best and and hopefully you know once that netflix contract on minecraft story mode wraps hopefully those other 25 people have places to go because we know damn well once that contract's over and that content's done they'll be gone too Mm. like so yeah hope hope you guys uh find find the the next port of call yeah on a little bit more of a positive note, uh, Sony have announced the PlayStation Classic this week. Today um, out surprised. of the blue. <laughs> it was pretty intense, actually. Um, and, and this article was written by Samik Sakar over at Polygon. And uh, the article reads, Sony is following in Nintendo's footsteps with its own miniaturized throwback console, the PlayStation Classic. A new version of the original PlayStation that you can hold in your hand and easily connect to a modern television. Like Nintendo's NES Classic and SNES Classic, the PlayStation Classic will come packed with a list of beloved hits from the system's original library. There will be 20 games in all, but Sony only announced five of them today. Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, R4, Ridge Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, and Wild Arms. All the preloaded games will be playable in their original format, the company said in an announcement post on the official PlayStation blog. So the PlayStation Classic, what do you reckon? Okay, so like the announcement was out of the blue, like no one was anticipating it, but we're all expecting it now. We're all expecting all the little consoles, all the, Mm -hmm. you know, OGs to come out and be released. I, that's, I'm just anticipating it now. Um, 
to be honest though, like I'm curious to see which games that they're actually going to release because of all the little releases that they've actually brought out, this is actually one that might pique my interest a bit. Mm. So depending, depending what games, if they just put on really, you know, standard dodgy games, I probably won't buy it. Yeah, so we've got we've got one one quarter of the the lineup announced at this stage. Uh, the, the main ones there that are they're getting the hotness, obviously Final Fantasy VII, Tekken Three, and Wild Arms are the three that are inciting the most amount of hype um, mm. attached to this. What's what's some games that you think would turn this thing into more of a seller, or some games that you remember from your time on the old uh, OG PlayStation? You think, yep, yeah, I could I could get behind this if these land on here. So the one game, if they announce that this one game is going to be on the PlayStation, I will buy it in an instant. Um, Can I take co- a guess? Go for it. I was going to say Ape Escape. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I don't. See, this is a game I'm not sure if a lot of people know about. Um, uh, it was called Buster Groove, not uh, Buster yes. Move. Not Buster Move. I know a lot of people. Um, this was called Buster Groove. It was a dancing rhythm game. Um, they released two of them and the only way that I played them, uh, hopefully there's no police officers listening, uh, was on my friend's, um, dodgy PlayStation. What is it called that we used to do, that they used to do the PlayStations? They when they used, used to chip to them. Chip them. So yeah, she had a chipped one and then she used to play all the games from like her dad used to bring overseas. And so she had Buster Groove 1 and Buster Groove 2. Um, the songs were epic. The characters were great. And, um... I just, I would play that excessively. We even purposely went out and bought a dance mat. Wow. It was really bad. It was really bad. It's like a plastic one that you put on the ground. And we almost like broke our ankles because it would slip on the carpet. Um, I thought you were going to say something about weeing on the mat and it had slipped straight off. But uh, anyway. I don't know how old you think I was back then. Um, <laughs> um, so if they say Buster Groove is going to be on the new PlayStation, everyone else in the world will probably be like, what the fuck is that? Mm. And I will be cheering. You will hear me across the earths and I will buy it. You're dropping that one fitty immediately. One fitty one immediately. I'm sure a lot of people are like, I'm sure you can buy an emulator or get it on something. We're like, nah, I need, I need to get the controller. Yeah. Anything. So um, in regards to what else I would want on there, um, I, I was never a PlayStation kid. When the PlayStation, everyone was out there playing PlayStation, I was on the Nintendo 64. So... Mm. It's kind of hard for me to link that up. Um, Abe's Odyssey, maybe? Yes. I remember that one being yes. a PlayStation game. Um, used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. Um, but that's available on PC, so I'm not sure if they'll... And Xbox. Oh, and X- oh mm. yeah, it was too. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if they'll throw it on there because mm. it's not really, I guess, linked to the Sony IP. Yeah. A few others that I thought, like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, um, Ape Escape, Spire of the Dragon, the OG, Metal Gear Solid, I think. Oh, you reckon? I don't know if it will, but like this is sort of games that I'd love to see on there too. Okay. A Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game on there. Resident uh, Evil 2, but I think I don't think we'll see that due to the, the remake or the remaster yeah. coming out um, see, and in January. See, that's the same Spyro as well. Mm, I do, like Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal oh, World Tour, yeah. chuck that on there. I love... Crazy Taxi crazy taxi wait was that playstation um it originally came out on the dreamcast first but then it made us maybe like a tomb raider 2 uh could could land on there yeah and and another one uh legacy of kane soul reaver 
Ah, oh, okay. That could be mm. pretty great on there too. So oh, there. Shit, I think I remember that one. Yeah. No, you know what? You brought up a good one last night. Parappa the Rapper. Mm-hmm. That mm. would be a good one. Yeah, even like original Silent Hill. It was on mm. the PlayStation. Scary as shit. Um, I loved it. Rolling around. I think he's Harry. I think Harry Mason was the was the uh, protagonist in that one, if I remember right. And the other one that I want to mention would be a Tenshu game. Oh, Tenshu 2, man. Like, yeah. I, oh, when I was young and an ex-boyfriend had a PlayStation, I used to play Tenshu all the damn time. And yeah. that was so good. Like, you just did sit in the corner and alien make, like, animal noises to distract the... Oh. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. The bad samurai. Tenshu, Tenshu would be a... A unit mover in for me because I I love Tenchu. Um, Ricky Maru was the was the ninja that you were rolling around in in, in that game, and God, I love the stealth mechanics in that game. I love dropping like the poison rice down, and you watch the guys eat it, and then they get like a real upset tummy, and they do this weird squirm and a little like noise when they're getting sick, and you jump in, you sneak behind them and slit their throat or cut their head off, like oh. yeah. And and the writing in it was so campy. It I remember that as well. Yeah, I remember um, fighting effects. fighting boss battles and they were just so over the top and flamboyant and stuff like that. It was so good. Uh, okay, so yeah. good. Give me Buster Groove and Tenchu and I'll buy it. But yeah, 150 bucks. Um coming out just before Christmas, conveniently enough. Oh, there we go. Um still pre order still available via E B games here in Australia, which is surprising. I thought these things would probably be pretty exhausted by now what kind of market are we in okay so nothing's been released apart from those five games right yep and people are just pre-ordering it anyway i pre-ordered one already so, so you're I, confident I okay i guess you could cancel it if you don't want it right? oh, I'd, I'd like it it'd be cool to have on on the shelf um it'll probably i could maybe even replace i've got because truth be told my little snes classic mini is currently in its box used to prop up the main monitor that um, I'm using here just sort of to, to offset the heights of the screen. So <laughs> clearly the uh, little SNES Mini is is getting some good use. But um, yeah. yeah, but two controllers uh, and then you've got your HDMI cable, which is great as well. And you've got virtual memory cards. You don't need a little memory card to chuck in. Um, no you way. Know, a little 64 gig uh, uh, to, to save all your files. Mm. but yeah it's only 720p as far as the resolution so it's 480 and then 720p which isn't bad it's, it's still hd it's not full hd but that's okay and then See you've got um some big screens yeah yeah <laughs> that, that's going to be the interesting because most it'll be four by three the ratio so you're going to get some some nice black framework down the sides of your tellies i'd say playing mm-hmm. these games but yeah december the third uh announced this week releasing just prior to christmas that's going to be one of the the christmas gifts of the year that'll probably mm-hmm. be, end up being on our uh you know our christmas gift recommendations come mm-hmm. the the final episode of the year but yeah 150 bucks not a bad price 20 games let's see what the other 15 are going to be come on bust a groove come on tenshu Come on, Ape Escape? Is that what you said? Yeah. Did you ever play Ape Escape? No, I've got no idea what it is. It's so fun. It's so fun. You're like this little little fella and you're going around catching monkeys, really. But Wait, what? Uh, yeah, it's it's sort of graphically similar to like a Banjo-Kazooie, Spyro type of vibe. Um, and you're this little fella and you've got it, like all these, as the title would say, all these monkeys have escaped or these apes have escaped through these various levels and, uni- and and worlds and you got to go around and catch them but you get a whole heap of different 
different devices and, and things to use. And it was one of the first games to actually sort of utilize the dual shocks oh, okay. when they came out and the right stick, instead of it being used to, you know, control the camera, they'd control your certain devices and your certain like instruments to, to catch the monkeys. It was, it was pretty oh. clever. And it was, it was very smartly done for the time. I don't know if it stacks up, but I remember catching me a lot of apes back in the day. I thought you were the ape and you had to escape. <laughs> no, that's the closest we get to that. It'd be like rampage. And you're just punching holes in, in buildings and eating sexy women. <laughs> in red dresses. Nice. Yeah. Oh, God. So the last bit of news that we're going to cover today is about Red Dead Redemption 2. And yep. uh, the headline reads, Red Dead Redemption 2, 13 of your biggest questions answered. And this was done by Ryan McCaffrey over at IGN. Great dude. And um, I've taken out all the, the, the usernames and the handles that, initially answered these questions just because it got a little bit too messy and convoluted so we'll just go through the questions and, and most of them are just sort of short answers but he does dive deeper onto a few of them so uh the first one which is probably a common one on most people's lips is will the campaign be offline and it, yes red dead red, red dead online is totally separate and will be released later so mm. i don't know if you saw that but yeah I they did. they did the confirmation for red dead online but it's going to come out in november or December. It was about a. It was several weeks after the initial release of Red Dead Redemption Two, um, but I'm so keen. Um, mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> I think I may get it on the PlayStation Four. Ah, eat shit, NATO. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, NATO, but this I think has I'm, been an issue going... for our group for the hungry gamers and eight bit crew as to where we we're all going. And for the good majority, all of us is going to PlayStation, and then. Brendan's like, oh, Xbox. And it's like, well, you and NATO have fun over there while all of us are over here on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. So I think I woke up this morning as I was sort of putting putting this article together. I'm like, you know what? I think I think I'm going across. I think I'm going across. <laughs> as an audience, tell us which one he should go. Should he go to Xbox or should he go to PlayStation? Mm, yeah, but um, yeah, it leads into the iTunes review a bit later too. But uh, the next question: Can you pat dogs? A also very, a big very, yes. very, very, very important question in any game. Yeah, and it's a big yes. You can interact with them, but sadly, you can't have one as your own pet. Ah, that's it. Cancelling my pre-order. You wait, it'll be in a paid DLC. You wait, it's coming. <laughs> um, next question. How long would it take to go from one edge of the map to the opposite edge? Can't answer this one yet, I'm afraid. The area I played was pretty large, and when I looked at the map, it was a tiny fraction of the overall game world. And then in brackets, which was hidden except for the parts we discovered, so it was difficult to know exactly how expansive this place will be. Hmm. So it sounds like it's going to be big. The The original Red Dead Redemption map was pretty large in size, and, and they're yeah. saying that this is going to be a few times the size of that, so there's going to be a lot of, lot of area to traverse. Uh, I like that there was different sort of regions of the map, so you get the snow, you get the, the, the nice green grassland and sort of foresty areas, you get the deserts. I like that it'll be a bit diverse. Yeah. The next one, the music. Any awesome guitar tunes like the last one when you cross into Mexico? Oh, yeah, I remember that tune. It was so good. The the Red Dead Redemption soundtrack is one of the only soundtracks I've got on my iPod. Oh, um, really? Yeah. And I, I play it, well, not really regularly anymore because mostly on Spotify and stuff, but it was it was a regular on the rotation. Yeah. So good. Love me some country twang. I'm going to have to look into that now. I used to have the Skyrim one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got Skyrim on there. And I've also got the um, Bioshock Infinite soundtrack as well. On I've there. got They're also the main three. 
the one of my weird games, Metronomicon. Oh, damn. But that's more like dance music. So. Okay. Maybe like Buster Groove. Yeah, pretty much. Get that soundtrack on there. So doubling back, the music immediately jumped out at me. Rockstar says there are 192 pieces of composed music. And composer Woody Jackson returns for Red Dead Redemption 2. 192 pieces of music? Yeah. So that, that, got it. that has to tell you something about like campaign and also um, map diversity as well, mm-hmm. if, the, if they need that kind of different composition. So that's good. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. I, I just love the Wild West. I love <laughs> the Wild West. I've got to be honest, I've never really had any great like connection to it. Didn't really watch a lot of cowboys and Indian movies growing up. So wasn't a Dirty Harry. Was it Dirty Harry? Dirty Harry. Oh, no, he was more modern day. Was but he, he... Clint East would deal a lot of, of Westerns. Good, and, the Bad, and the Ugly. Good, the Bad, the Ugly was one, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. yeah, no, obviously I had nothing to do with it. But this game was the first time where I actually gave a damn. Oh, so. yeah. Mm, do you give a damn about Deadeye? Because the next question, is Deadeye in the game? If so, any changes, question mark. It's back and it feels pretty similar. But it's way more fun to watch it play out because of the evolution in the Euphoria physics system that Rockstar now uses. Oh, Euphoria. Yeah, so that's one of the obviously proprietary engines they use when making these games. But um, yeah, I, I love the Deadeye aspect when you can walk into an area and there's multiple hostiles and you can line them up and you watch your sort of you know your little six shooter just fan mm-hmm. in from your hip and you just drop them all in in sort of one motion i feel like a badass yeah so i've got bad aim that's why the dead eye system will help you immensely in this game <laughs> don't get better just get assisted exactly next question i absolutely hate the f word red dead oh. one in brackets my favorite game of all time used it very sparingly please tell me red dead 2 follows suit or has a gears of war style filter first that question shut up you big wussy go get fucked yeah (laughs) don't play the game yeah and and then the answer reads this isn't deadwood it seems there is profanity but in what i played i'd say it was used pretty sparingly Um, for those that don't know and haven't listened to probably a good dozen or two dozen episodes where we reference Deadwood. It's it's one of the best Western television <laughs> series in existence. Profanity filter not existent in that game as well. Every every sentence there's a there's a fucker a cocksucker in there, but it is so <laughs> well done. Al Swearingen in that game, who's in that show, sorry, played by Ian McShane, is one of my favorite characters in television of all time. I love mm-hmm. him so much. Love um, Ian McShane. He's he's the man. He really he is. He is the man. Anything like go go look him up on IMDb and just watch a bunch of movies he's in. Mm. You won't be disappointed. He yeah. holds he he'll hold an entire movie. Hundred percent. And like the the latest stuff he's in is obviously like the John Wick areas yeah. where he, he's one of the Hercules. the heads. Herc- oh my god, that movie was so tough. It was tough, but like I said, he made it good. <laughs> he like yeah. he he kept me into it. So yeah, Oof. he's just got great delivery. Of his lines. He's such a dude. Uh, So the next question. Did it feel like a chore to keep the campsite in good spirits or was it manageable? So obviously the campsite is the the moving home base that you have Mm -hmm. in Red Dead 2 now and you've you've got your posse there and and you go there to sort of uh, grab side quests and and check out morale and you can play poker and everything else. So it's going to be a constant sort of, uh, you know, water cooler area of the game where you're going back and, and seeing how your peeps are going. I've got to neglect them. 
Yeah, but it's, it's, it's pretty manageable. Um, not at all. It always feels pretty organic. You can ignore or engage with people at your leisure. Yay. Anti-social <laughs> alley. Here we go. <laughs> you just sit in the corner, not yeah. talking, just being gruff. Yeah. <laughs> in the potato. Oh, yeah. Can you customize your character? Clothes, facial hair, scars, etc. Then the answer, yep, with a big uh, exclamation point. You can buy individual clothing pieces instead of just outfits. And in brackets, including different hats. That's got some real uh, Malibu Stacy vibes Thank to you. it. Thank you, that's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. But she's got a different hat. <laughs> you can even shave or not at your tent in camp. Shave so, where uh, though? Oh, yeah. I'm going to put a little <laughs> little flying V down on the pubis. Little arrow. You know, a nice little zigzag snail trail going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I've got the six shooters on my hips and then I've got the old uh, single shot bloody double barrel down there ready to go as well. (laughs) But I I like the customization and and I'm so excited for Red Dead Online to make my own outlaw and and roll out as a posse and, Mm -hmm. you know, have our own. Obviously, there'll be buildings and and sort of shop fronts you can purchase and stuff like imagine if we own like an old-timey saloon Mm -hmm. and you know one of us could be the barkeep and one can be like the dancer and obviously if we convince nato to come along he's going to be the old prostitute that just gets just gets beaten and abused i want to be the guy that's on the piano oh yeah (laughs) play me out ali but i'm so keen for it did online holy shit you know what? Have they actually specified whether you'll be... I guess online it will be different. Like you could play like female or male. Yeah, it'll, it'll yeah. be just like GTA Online where you can make your own outlaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can skin them however you like and get your outfits and your customization, which is so, so damn exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, sort of, I guess this probably question should have been put at the start, but uh, what did you play it on? Which console and how does it look to you? Is it really next gen? Question mark. It was a PS4 Pro dev kit. It looks fantastic overall. I'd call it its beauty a sum of... uh, Let me start that again. I'd call its beauty a sum of its parts. It's not a jaw-dropping, holy cow kind of graphics engine, but when you put the art direction together with lighting, especially the lighting and animations, it's a stunning world. So, hmm, that PS4 Pro, no doubt it's going to be whirring up a storm in my goddamn lounge room. (laughs) See, hence why I wanted to go to the Xbox One X. Did it just take all this easily and just, you know, do it at half pace? Why can't you hear your PlayStation though? Why aren't you wearing a headset and getting completely immersive in this? Oh, I might do. I might do for something like this. But um, it's just that that PS4 Pro, like they are getting every bit of teraflop out of those puppies they can with the new games and the HDR. So we'll see a bit more like this because when he's talking about the lighting and you're going to get those... Um, dark light contrast mm-hmm. yeah fire up the jet engine people <laughs> yeah so um the next question i know it's not the final version but was it running at a solid 60 frames per second or did you notice any dips then the answer it's a 30 frames per second game and in the still in development build i played it dipped below 30 frames per second at times not annoyingly so but noticeably so again this was an unfinished build of the game so it'll only get better between now and launch so that's interesting. Um, obviously, 30 frames per second uh, in NTSC is the equivalent of 25 frames per second in PAL over here. And and truth be told, 25 frames per second is sort of what the human eye deems as real time. Mm. So anything below that, you start watching frames drop and you, you know movement might be a bit jilted and things like that. So obviously having 
FPS up to 60 and above, the movement's going to be buttery smooth. You pause on those individual frames, you know, it'll be nice and crisp instead of loss of detail. But yeah. Yeah, 30 frames per second, it's still all right as long as it's going to be locked at that at, at release. Yeah, I know exactly. Well, like you said, it's not even completed yet. So. Nah, nah. The next question, is the mud deformable? Good question. Mm, I know I lost a few hours sleep wondering about the mud deformable-ness. <laughs> Deformanatability? That works. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> and then the answer, in fact, it is yes. I saw a hogtied person get plopped down into the mud and the mud deformed around them. Oh. So I like that the, the, the world is organic like that and will adjust based off interaction with with elements of a body or an object so that's cool that's cool instead of it just being you know a flat plane where you might just see mud splash up when he gets dropped in there you'll see it sort of yeah you'll see a bit of concaveness in there yeehaw next question as (laughs) as a fan of single player games is the depth of the world and story still as strong as it was in red dead redemption question mark Early indications suggest the answer is yes, and then some. Story is too early to call, but the world absolutely feels organic and lived in, with plenty of metaphorical depth to explore. That's cool. Yeah. I like me a fleshed out world. I like me a deep game. I, I, you know, honestly wouldn't have doubted them for this. Because that's one thing that they nailed pretty much. 100%. 100%. Next question. How does the world of Red Dead Redemption 2 feel like to play around in? Does it feel as lived in as it looks? Answer. It does. The towns look incredible. The characters, including horses, can get dirty. And the lighting is so good that the outdoors feels very real. Cool. Cool. So I just love the characters, including horses. Yeah. I was like, yeah, those characters, horses. Didn't mention the dogs that no, you can pat. You can pat. Maybe they're mud free. Next question. How is the exploration? Like Breath of the Wild, it would take me hours, sometimes days to reach my next objective because I would get sidetracked so easily and so often. Guilty. Yeah. Not me at all. Anyway. How does Red Dead Redemption 2 compare in pulling you away from your objective to do some or to do other things? And then the answer. Yeah, you'll run into other travelers on horseback or on a wagon and you can choose to interact with them. And sometimes they might ask you for help, which can lead to other adventures. So we're going to be seeing segways on segways uh, as you you're rolling around the wild west. I ain't gonna lie with the um, with the Red Dead, I you know the guy that was selling you potions out of the wagon. Oh, yeah, the bloody you know the, the snake doctor. Yeah, I completely left my story and just followed him around. Like, I, just, <laughs> I loved him. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was so good. He was so good, and I love that that old timey shit. <laughs> like I watched um the other night. Uh, like a million ways to die in the West was on that again. That movie is so good and underrated. I yeah. love that movie. And I just love watching that and like their their social commentary on things like it was back then. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, poor Timmy's got the flu. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Sort of thing, stuff like that. And... <laughs> His, uh, the black shit. Yeah, the black yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so good though. So good. Yeah. Okay, second last question. With the claim that NPCs are so individualized and go on day-to-day living their own lives, what happens if one of them accidentally walks in front of my gun and dies? Does the town react appropriately or is it that NPC simply replaced by a new townsperson? And the answer, you can shoot people, but if you do it in town with witnesses, you'll eventually run out of town and or forced to pay your bounty or serve jail time. Nice. So I I like... like 
<laughs> accidentally <Yeah. laughs> accidentally gets in the way of your bullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's how it was like back GTA. then. Yeah. Like, that's what happens in GTA. If you kill someone in a police officer or someone witnesses it, you get picked up and then you either have to pay or do, you know, mm. do some time. Lose your shit. Lose your guns. So, makes sense. Mm. And then the last question. Can you shoot a hat off a person without damaging said person? Then the answer for all you guys playing at home. Yes, this happened to me. I was unharmed, but my hat flew off. I love that. You know, just sort of using the old uh, dead eye mode or something and trying to shoot guys hats off and see them comically fly through the air. I like that. That was I. You know what? Shout out to the audiences that like created these questions because some of these are great. Like dunk penning is a very important in-game question, mm-hmm. but also this, where it's like, can you shoot a hat off someone's head? It's like that is an important question. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah, very much so. So, I like that it sort of gave us a little bit more insight into the game. A few minor, minor little nothings that actually mean a lot, as you said, like patting of dogs, shooting hats off people. To you. Is the mud deformable? Um, you know, now I know I'm going to sleep better tonight knowing that, yes, it is. But uh, yeah, this game comes out in like four and a half weeks oh time, God. thereabouts. Oh but the thing that hurts me the most is it's coming out on the weekend of PAX. So it's we're going to wait until the Monday after to, to sort of sink our teeth into some Red Dead Redemption 2. So I'm just going to like bring my bloody PlayStation and just set it up at the Airbnb. It has crossed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's fair. Yeah. We'll be all there with you. Yeah. So um, that was the news this week. And we'll probably round that out with an iTunes review that I guess loosely segues into some talk here uh, on the back of Red Dead 2. So let's do that. iTunes review of the week. This iTunes review headlines reads, up to date, great podcast. And uh, out of those five stars you gave us, all five of them. So thank you, iTunes reviewer key scarface and this review reads these guys and girls got me through my 12 hour night shifts the past 15 shifts i've just oh hang on i'll read that again these guys and girl got me through my 12 hour night shifts the past 15 shifts i've just listened to them can't believe you didn't like the last of us ali thought you were cool (laughs) haha would love to play a game with you guys only play ps4 though would love to get into pc Death Knight is still the best character in WoW. Sadly, Dream has no input to add to that. Then the rest of you reads, hope to come across you in Red Dead 2. Have a good old Western shootout. Keep up the good work, guys. Look forward to next week. So Key Scarface, thank you for that tasty five-star review. That means a lot to us. And um, maybe Key Scarface, you had a little bit to do with me coming across the PS4 for Red Dead 2. Yeah, Who knows? That's all we needed. Thank you, Key Scarface. Mm. Um, I fucking Last of Us will be my cross to bear. I swear I am somewhat cool. I'm not completely cool, but yeah, nice mm. Last of Us. It'll, I'll take that to my grave, I guess. You also, are you are not I, a frozen ice cube yet. You're sort of the water in the tray in the freezer cooling. And I've got like that. I've got that sheen, but you mm-hmm. can stick your finger in it. You break the ice, and there's still water underneath. Yeah, that's that's you at the moment. So there's some <laughs> coolness there, but you're not full ice cube cool yet. But no. that might change. And, and you know what? Um, on that Last of Us topic, like Dream hasn't even finished the damn game. No, but I'm the I'm the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because I've I think it's because I have played it and I said eh, you know, yeah. and I think people don't really like that. Yeah, you planted that flag, and now people are trying to burn that flag. Like it is, it's pretty controversial around these parts. It 
is. I didn't realize I was stating some. I kind of thought it would be bad, but you know, and everyone's fair to their opinion. It's mm. it's perfectly fine. Exactly. Um, also, shout out to um spending ten twelve hour shifts listening to us. I I don't know if that would have helped the cause or not, but you know, if it got you through, then happy to assist with that because twelve hour night shifts could be yeah, hell. that's tough. That's real tough. Hopefully the uh. Those sh- those shifts aren't too painful, and, and the work you're doing is is tolerable. Because um, 15, 12 hour night shifts. Um, I'm hoping that wasn't in a row too, because I think that's kind of illegal and against you know workplace health and safety. Um, talk to your supervisor if that's the case. But no, I appreciate it. Um, little things like that go a long way with us. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing that you're you're grinding out that back catalog. Uh, because yeah, outside of this episode, we've got 120 previous episodes to digest. That is an absolute bucket load of THG, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and that, that amount of mass consumption in, in one sitting or, you know, repeated regular sittings is probably not too good for your health. Um, you know, <laughs> overstimulation where we've been known as the, like the, the audible Viagra. So if you have us in, in large doses, it's big trouble, big trouble. Don't listen to us for over four hours, essentially. <laughs> yeah, three-hour batches. Three, three no, three-episode batches, sorry. And just stay hydrated in between. Exactly, yeah. Gatorade, a couple of Gatorades in the fridge, maybe um, some sausagin if you need it. It's yeah. It's got that sort of more immediate oomph as opposed to a Gatorade or a Powerade, but yeah, Keep we're there. Your magnesium and zinc. Mm. But no, Key Scarface, thank you for the review. Uh, as we always say, these reviews go a long way for us and helps keep those emotional lights on in our hearts. Um, rating, reviewing, subscribing to us, but also your other you know, podcasts of choice, uh, it helps. So uh, if you can spare 30 seconds, 60 seconds, whatever, to, to punch out one of these reviews for us or the other podcast you're listening to, please do because it helps and it doesn't cost a damn thing. <laughs> anyway. moments of your time. Now Anything I just else? want to play Red Dead. I just want to play Red yeah. Dead now. We've talked about it so much and I just want to play it now. You know it is backwards oh. compatible on the Xbox One. Uh, my Xbox is unplugged and that's Oh, just no. Yeah. <laughs> Two cables. Know, I can barely turn my PlayStation on plugging in my Xbox. It's, it's a chore, man. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. The good thing, though, is with the PlayStation and the Xbox now, they both have the same a generic sort of appliance lead input. So you could just cycle the power from one to the other and the HDMI as well. I've not noticed that. Mm-hmm. No more big power brick with the weird sort of three-headed plug and stuff like that. So, hmm, oh. food for thought. Anyway, yep. anything you want to say before we start rolling on out of here? I was actually going to ask you, did you sign up for a Nintendo online? No, not yet. No, okay. they they have not taken my money. Yeah, I haven't taken the plunge yet either. No, I I just don't play it enough to justify it at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, that's I think that was my thought process. But you watch, there'll be just one game I want to play, and then it'll mm-hmm. be like, gotta sign up, asshole. Like, like soccer or baseball <laughs> or hockey. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so no, no, no Nintendo Switch Online just yet. Maybe down the line, if something else comes out that uh, you know, piques Fair my interest. Line. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I can't even remember how long, how far away that is. Yeah, soon. But uh, yes, this is, has been the 121st episode of the Hungry Games Podcast. A proud podcast in the hashtag 8 Collective. Be sure to check out 8bit.net 
for us and nine other tasty podcasts, as well as a slew of video content getting dropped on the regular. I have been one of your not so humble hosts, Brendan, who can be found at Brendan 8-Bit pretty well everywhere. <laughs> and I've been Ali. You can find me everywhere at Miss Ali Hart. Until next week, 8-Bit Nation, for the world first 122nd episode of the Hungry Amos podcast, where we may or may not see Celine the Dream Abraham back again. Well. <laughs> Much love. Stay hungry. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.